Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sam's Report. Another fun episode. This has been a week of a lot of fun. A week of a lot of fun. There's a lot of new hardware uh, out floating around in the world. So if you're looking for Surface Book 2 stuff, uh, scroll down in the feed list. I did a, a, an entire podcast dedicated to the Surface Book 2. And uh, it, it's great, but we're, we're still waiting on it. It's going to come next month. Um, go check out that podcast because it's got everything you need to know about it. And we'll, we'll see when that thing arrives next month, how it's going to play out. But other things in the hardware world, what of this guy? This is the Harman Kardon Invoke, finally here. Got that bad boy. Uh, this is the new Amazon Echo 2, also in this nice little gray matte uh, kind of kind of reminds me of like the yarn that uh is on the whatever google home thing it's actually interchangeable let's see well well i guess it's plugged in so i can't do that yet but here we go we're gonna do a little play with that stuff and so uh yeah yeah microsoft kind of had a big week kind of a big week right fall creators update is now out 1709 you can go grab it if you want buyer beware it is still quite buggy we'll get to that in a minute let's just dive into the good stuff although there is some good stuff at the end so this is the Invoke. Um, it, it's it's made by Harman Kardon. It is by all uh, <laughs> it is by all means premium. I mean, it, it feels nice. It's like I'm actually like pinching it. it. This is very sturdy. I'm guessing this is some sort of metal. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't I don't know the exact type of metal, but it's definitely metal. Uh, nice little spinny ring up here, and it, it it feels nice. Like there there is very little wrong with the exterior and like the physical build of this machine. Uh, this device it's lovely it is great hardware uh there's a little speaker up here i'll just do a little like if you recent studies show the naked mole rat is resistant to cancer and could hold a key to curing the disease this discovery and so you can see that there's the volume ring it's got this nice little spinning and this is like the longest fact no ever naked mole rats could be reached for comment on this highly prestigious award well there you go some facts about naked mole rats but if you touch this top you just get a random fax a random fact, um, and it's it's a nice speaker. It's a nice sounding speaker. Uh, is it the, like the best sounding speaker in the world? Uh, no, but I mean, if you know, for for this thing, compared to uh, the older Amazon Echo, which was just a black cylinder, which I've got right here, compared to this thing, this is the old Echo. Um, it, it sounds much better than that. Actually, it's it sounds better than this one, but there's a reason for that. Uh, this thing costs 199 bucks. It is not cheap. This is this is not cheap. Um, mostly because it's a good sounding speaker. Interesting little things about this. This does not run Windows 10 IoT. It actually runs a variant of Linux. And Harman Kardon was real like astute to point that out in some of the documentation they sent me. And uh, <laughs> I'm guessing that so they could probably put any digital assistant on here. Like they could do Google or Amazon or whatever. But um, yeah. So let's just let's just talk about this thing a little more because I've been waiting for this thing since December of 2016, and fortunately, like I said, the hardware is excellent. Um, Cortana, Cortana's fine. Like this is this. Here's the deal: uh, if you are all in on the Microsoft world and, you, and you're used to living with Windows 10 Mobile and you're used to living with Band and you kind of know what a first gen product is like, you'll be happy with it. I mean, it works. Like if I say, "Hey, Cortana, what's the weather?" Right now. It's foggy and 52, and today's forecast shows mostly sunny skies with a high of 75 and a low of 50. Like, it works. Um, it, it, it picks up your voice. It does everything you would need it to do. The downsides of this stuff is it's a little slow, and, and let me show you a demo here. So if I say, 
and this is working with IoT stuff, which, by the way, I was pleasantly surprised that this is actually ties in very well to my IoT system, but there's a, there's a problem with it. Um, but again, for Gen 1, it's pretty good, but it's not perfect. So if I say, uh, hey, Cortana, turn off the light bar. Turning off light bar. So you can see how long that took. That took about uh, three and a half seconds, give or take. If I do this, Alexa, turn on the light bar. Okay. It's, it's, the Alexa is, stop. It's going to be a problem on this entire show. Uh, is about a second to a second and a half faster. Uh, and I time that saying pretty much so if I go, hey Cortana, turn off the light bar. Turning off light bar. Like you can see how long that takes. And if I go, Alexa, turn on the light bar. Like, it, like there's, it's definitely slower. There's no other way to describe it. So there's that problem. The other issue with uh, the IoT stuff, so I have a lot of it. I've got um, all the Philips Hue lights. I've got these switches and a bunch of random crap. doesn't matter. If you have more than two things, here's the problem. You, it doesn't recognize groups. So, for example, if I say, uh, hey, Cortana, turn off the studio lights. Turning off studio backlights. See, it only picks up that one. Now watch what happens if I do this with the this thing. Alexa, turn off the studio lights. Okay. It turned off the rest of the lights. Now watch. Hey, Cortana, turn on the studio lights. Turning on studio backlights. It only, it only is picking up that one, and I can't figure out how to do, get it to do the rest. Alexa, turn on the studio lights. Okay. And the rest of them come on. So you can see that the problem is, is that it doesn't recognize groups of devices. And the way, the reason why it doesn't is inside the Cortana app, you can't group things. Uh, the one thing that the Amazon app allows you to do is to create these groups, which you can't do yet on Cortana. Now, granted, that is just a software limitation. Everything else for the, the plumbing underneath exists. So I'm hoping that this will come relatively quickly. And then, to be honest, I could probably end up replacing my Echo with this. That's the biggest downside at, at this time. Uh, one thing this Echo does do better, uh, other than sound quality, or this uh, Cortana Cube, Cortana device, does better than this thing, is Spotify integration. So if I ask it to play Spotify, um, I just have to say, I don't want to do it right now. Well, I can say, hey, Cortana, play Starred Playlist. All right. Here's the playlist starred on Spotify. Hey, Cortana, stop. So you see how that worked, and it actually worked very well. On the Echo, I have to say, hey, name, play... Sorry, I don't know the answer to this one, but I'm learning. <laughs> Cortana, shut up. Hey, Cortana, stop. Yeah, sometimes it recognizes shut up. Uh, the problem with the with the echo here is that you have it's not a problem. You have to say hey in the, in the word, and then you say Spotify play X playlist. Uh, it's just a bit better integration on the invoke, it, it, and I'm I'm actually quite surprised. You know, it's nice. It's just the IoT stuff, and then there's other things. So you can actually link on this thing to your LinkedIn account, but here's the problem. Hey Cortana, tell me something about LinkedIn. Sorry. I'm not able to help with this one yet. So, yes, it, it does 
like you can connect it to LinkedIn, but it doesn't work. Like you can't do anything with it yet because it would be nice if I could say, hey, Cortana, read Mary Jo's profile on LinkedIn. Sorry, I'm not able to help with this one yet. Like there's, that's the thing. Uh, it does do Skype calling actually very well. I'm actually very impressed at how well it works. Uh, I, I did a couple calls with Paul Thorat and when somebody calls you on Skype, this thing just starts ringing and you can just yell at the Sky computer to answer. Uh, it, it does work. Um, and you can do outbound calls and you can set up meetings. You can do calendar invites, like all the basic stuff works and it's fine. And if you want to spend 199 bucks on it and you know, the basics are going to work by all means, it, it's perfectly fine. My, my problem with it is, is that for 199 bucks, you can actually buy two of these. Now, granted, you're not going to get as good a sound quality, but you would get pairing because you can actually pair these things now, like a Sono setup and get multi-room audio. Uh, the IOT stuff is a little bit better. And so that's that, like, I, I, I go back and forth because I really like Amazon stuff and most of my house is set up on it. I really like the sound quality of this, um, but it's just not, it's, it's so close guys. It, it is so close to being excellent that I have hope for it. But the thing is, is it's not in Harman Kardon's court. We're waiting for Microsoft to update uh, Cortana to be able to get to that point. And so. As of right now, it, you know, we're waiting on Microsoft to, to finally polish this thing up, but in, in, it, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I'll be completely candid. It's not perfect. I don't know if it's worth $199, but it worked a lot better than uh, I was expecting for a Gen 1 product, to be completely honest. So this is the Invoke. I did a review of it up. I'm going to talk a little bit later on it when, uh, when Paul and I play around. And, um, you know, it's coming out next week. If, if 199 bucks doesn't make, isn't a big deal breaker for you. Uh, yeah, it's a good machine. It, you know, for gen one, it's good. The problem is, is that everybody else is on gen two already. So, you know, just be aware what you're getting. Um, but it, it is nice though. Like you probably, I don't, you can't like feel it obviously, but, um, I mean, it's large. I mean, this is the old echo. I mean, look at these things like side by side. If I get them, they're about almost almost exactly the same size, but this thing is definitely wider. It kind of it gets a little bit wider at the base. Um, it's nice mass to it. it. Just again, super premium materials, very nice feeling. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, this is the Harman Kardon Invoke. And then here is the Alexa one, obviously. Um, smaller, 99 bucks available. I think it's starting next week or relatively soon. You can actually swap this thing. Um, I'll unplug it here. Like you can actually take this thing out and I've got a wood case. Well, back there, whatever it's, it's faux wood. Uh, and you can swap the shells and whatever. And so, oops. and that's it. I mean, it, it's, it's nice. Like if you've used an echo, this is what it is. Uh, somebody asked me if the sound quality compared to this one or this one is better. You got more airspace in here. I don't know. Like if you have this thing, I would only buy this one if like it's out in public and you want a little better looking machine. It's not a, there's not a huge difference to be completely candid. So, uh, this is the echo two and it's 99 bucks. It's, it's nice, but it's nice, but it's not like this kind of nice, but this night kind of nice is also a hundred dollars more. So at the end of the day, it's like pick your poison. Let me swap this around here because the cables are tied up underneath. I mean, it's pick your poison. Do you want, you want affordable and great ecosystem or do you want something that's going to tie into your windows pc and have better sound quality so you know what 
you got options. But at the end of the day, options are the best thing for you. Options are good. Options are great. We love it. So anyways, uh, other things that are going on. The Fall Creators update now available. Like I said, 1709. It's buggy. Uh, there's stuff. There's issues with the Action Center. Those kind of bugs. Uh, Edge, I tried to use it. So I have, I'm going to do a post later about uh, basically nine reasons why I can't use Edge. Um, mobile sync just isn't great, but that's coming. Uh, completely candid to, or completely fair to Microsoft, that's coming. There's just a lot of customization you can't do. Like you can't remove some icons from the top. Um, the right mouse click search option is not good because what happens in Edge, and this is frustrating for what I do, and I, I'm not going to read every reason, but so if you search today, uh, or you're on a page, you're on a page, whatever, and you see a word or a product, like Surface Book 2, so you highlight that word and you right mouse click on it and you go to Ask Cortana. First off, annoying thing is you can't make that Google search, which I prefer. The second annoying thing is that it pops it out into a window on that panel, which is kind of nice, and I can see how some people like that. But the problem is, is that when you click a link inside of that little panel that pops out, it opens a new tab. Okay, so that's great. That's kind of maybe what you want, right? The problem is that there's no back option. So if you go to that new tab and you hit in this, and it's not the right page you want, and you hit the back button, it doesn't do anything. Like it doesn't go back. It doesn't take you back to the search list so you can go find a better option. You have to restart the process all over again. And for my line of work where I'm researching stuff quite literally all day, uh, it's just not great. And the fact that I can't use Google um, is that. And so that is out. Uh, actually that post isn't out. I mean, you can go grab 1709. I would realistically, I mean, it depends on, it depends on your level of tolerance, right? If you really want the latest and greatest, it is relatively stable. There's just a lot of bugs. Uh, one of my favorite bugs that it keeps being persistent is that it's changing my default audio. Like every time I boot up, it's on a random selection of speaker choices. For some reason, it keeps choosing one of my three monitors or that TV back there as the output option for audio. And granted, the TV does have speakers, but none of my monitors do. And so there's just a lot of little things that are really annoying. UWP apps still crash. Um, anyways, so we've got all that. Actually, it sounds like the, my roof guy might be here. Uh, other things, uh, last week, and I didn't write this up, but I, would, I do want to talk about it. I got to finally try Microsoft's Mixed Reality with the HP headset. And here's the deal. If you've used an HTC Vive or an Oculus Rift, it's pretty com damn comparable. Like, I was actually pleasantly surprised at how good it was uh, because it's, you know, it's only got one cable and it's good. Is it a mainstream product? I don't think so. But if you like VR, AR stuff, well, it's not AR. It is VR. They, they, they shun you when you say it's not. Uh, augmented reality, but you can't see the outside world. It's VR. Uh, it's good. Like, I mean, it, it accomplishes everything you would expect. Um, the, the controllers worked well. The gaming interaction smelt sm uh, like smooth. And uh, I was I was happy with it. But the problem is that it's like $399 starting price. It's not cheap. Um, you need a relatively high-end PC. And now they've also got reality and like mixed reality ultra. And it's like they're uh, overlapping the, the technical requirements, which is annoying, but that's a different thing for a different day. Uh, if you like mixed reality stuff, I'd recommend it, but I, I wouldn't recommend this to like my parents yet. I, I have to think that they're getting close to a wireless solution and that will, that'll up the game quite a bit. If they can get that type of experience into a wireless solution for three ninety nine, I, I, yeah, that would be a lot more tantalizing. But as, for, as of now, you're tethered to a PC and, um, that's that. It's uh, mixed reality is fine. I I just don't think there's a mass market, and I'm not saying that to down Microsoft. I think 
pretty widely across the board. I don't think there's much for VR. AR is obviously much more beneficial. And once they get one of these things with like an opaque screen that you can see through on some level or, or they figure out that solution, uh, I think it'll be, I can see how it is the future. It's just, we're not there yet. And I think we're still pretty far from it at this point. So um, one other thing I want to talk about is Invoke. I almost didn't get one of these because I thought I broke the embargo, but I didn't. And then they were kind of a little bit of back and forth. But as you can see, all things worked out. Uh, if you ever meet me in person, I can give you the full story. But um, just know that we did, we, we figured it all out. Everything's good on that side. I was a little frustrated earlier when they said I wasn't going to get one of these, but I did because I've been writing about this thing for well over, well, not well over, almost a year. And so it is a little warm. I wonder if that's just for me, like caressing this thing well specifically right here it's got to be where the like cortana processor is that's ooh, this whole top thing i wonder if like that it's got to be something like the computer portions up here and this whole bottom part's the speaker which would make sense because you want the the large cavity for the uh the highs and the lows um so we got that going on got that stuff going on but uh anyways so i talked about this a little bit earlier on another podcast um and here's the deal. This is still very much fringe information, but I've heard enough from enough people to think that there's something going on. So if you remember the career concept that Microsoft had many, many years ago, I think they might be trying to bring that back. And I don't know if they're going to sell this thing. I don't know if they're going to ship this thing. I don't know if it's ever going to see outside of the uh, Surface Skunkwork teams. And if you're going to write this up, I, I, like you need to put 750,000 caveats because it's... Not all solidified information, because um, if it was, I would have written it up myself. But it, it makes a lot of sense. So you can imagine a courier-type device, which is two side-by-side -side screens, um, being ARM-based, have pen support, and almost like a folio-type thing, uh, LTE capabilities. So it's not it's not a phone, but it's just sort of a super mobile computer. I don't quite know how they're going to do stuff with the software. There were some rumors of maybe, like, maybe supporting Google apps, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't know yet. But um, you can imagine a courier-type device running on ARM being under the Surface brand, calling a Surface Folio or something like that, actually making sense. They've got a patent for this, by the way. And remember, the last time they got a patent on a Surface-type device was for that thing, and the patent was absolutely dead spot on to what shipped. And so I don't know where this product is in the pipeline. I don't know when it's coming out. But I've heard from enough people from enough different places inside of Microsoft that there's something going on here. And it's it's more than just like, oh, uh, somebody just said something in a meeting. I think they're a little bit further along in the process of that. I've heard that Alex Kipman is starting to, uh, he was part of the display process, trying to figure out making, making the folding mechanism work better uh, with the display technology. I don't have a ton of details, but um, there, there's something going on there. And I, I'm starting to feel a little bit more reasonably confident that this is actually moving forward other than just like the complete conceptual phase that the courier was in. I believe they actually did make courier hardware at one point, but uh, per my understanding, they were all destroyed much like the Surface Mini, um, much like the Band 3s, and much like the, uh, the little streaming devices that they came out with the Xbox stuff, uh, the Hobart streaming device. And uh, so there you go. That's that's what's going on. Um, other things that are happening in my world, uh, the AMD Threadripper machine that I've been talking for a while, it shipped. It'll actually be here on Monday. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy a 4K camera now because I'm paying for roof crap and, um, <laughs> and a car maintenance. So tossing another 150, 200 bucks into a webcam. Uh, I, I want to, but we will see because I really want to tax this machine. I'm going to try to figure out what to do with it. But um, I don't even know the specs yet. I thought it was a 1950 or something like that. But uh, we'll find out. It'll be here on Monday. It weighs 46 pounds, according to FedEx. 46 freaking pounds. 
So I let's just cross our fingers. Last time I had a computer shipped to me like this, it broke. Uh, actually, the, the CPU became unseated during the shipping process. So let's hope that doesn't happen this time. Um, and that was a different machine, nothing to do with this Red Ripper stuff. I'm really pumped because my last machine used an AMD. It was an AMD, I think, K62. I might have had an Athlon in there, but I didn't build that machine. And so I'm happy to be getting back onto Team Red. I've always, I'm not anti-Intel at this point, but um, I think Intel needs a little, they need some more pressure on them. And I think AMD is giving it to them. I think ARM is going to give it to them. And so uh, I'm happy to see all this stuff going on. All right, we got some good questions this week. Let's just dive in, shall we? Diving into the questions this week. I don't know why I did that. Um, but anyways. Let's see here. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. I can, I'm so bad. I, I At some point, think people are just trying to make these names to screw with me. I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's name. It's In Ingromax. Ingromax. Um, why doesn't Microsoft buy AMD and make their own chips like Apple does? Just look how fast the iPhone 8 is. The Snapdragon 835 doesn't even come close. Um, I so there's a lot of <laughs> that's a really big thing first off you got to understand one amd doesn't make chips anymore they make the designs and all that stuff they outsource the manufacturer remember they sold it off as global foundry so technically they would need to buy two companies uh on the other side of this microsoft makes their own chips they have their field programmable gate array chip that is in a lot of their uh azure stuff that's their own chipset uh, they also make a chip that is in the Surface Pro. I'm assuming, I think it's in that, I think. Um, I'm definitely in the Surface Book 2 that does for uh, pen input. So it's not like Microsoft doesn't build their own chips. Secondly, it, I don't know if buying an, in, an x86 chip company makes a lot of sense at this point. Um, we think the future is kind of ARM. At right now, I, you know, into x86, x84, 64 chips aren't going away anytime soon. Don't get me wrong. But I think... For forward-looking devices like uh, Apple's iPhone 8, the, what, their A11 chip or whatever it is, it's an ARM-based chip. So if Microsoft was going to buy anybody, I think NVIDIA would be a, a better purchase. I can't see them buying Qualcomm because they're, well, NVIDIA is pretty massive too. Qualcomm is huge. And so uh, I, I don't think there's, somebody pointed out there might be anti-monopoly concerns. I don't know about that. I mean, Intel would certainly be upset. It, it would I don't think buying AMD is a right move for Microsoft. They do use AMD stuff, by the way. Uh, this thing back here, the Xbox One S, runs on an AMD Jaguar chip. I think the X runs on just a derivative of the Jaguar chip, again, made by AMD. So they have a good partnership there, but I don't think I don't think Microsoft's going to get much out of it. If they were going to buy somebody, I, I would want them to buy an ARM manufacturer. Uh, HRLN, GRV, Hurling Grove, as I always say. Uh, he says, what were the HP engineers smoking when they designed the ZBook 2? So the ZBook 2 is kind of looked like a, a durable thing. It's ugly. Um, it's pretty powerful. It's high-end. So here's the thing. Uh, I, I'm curious to see if these OEM partners are finding it hard to compete on a one-to-one -one, or even if they have an, an advantage level to the Surface. The Surface is a very powerful brand. And so when HP and Dell create a comparable product, at a, even if it's at a lower price point, I'm wondering if they're finding it hard to compete directly with the Surface head-to-head. -head. And so potentially they're trying to make things a little bit designed a little bit different. Um, but it, it's not a pretty machine. It it's very much looks like a corporate enterprise, like rugged tablet design schema. I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine too many people buying this. But you know what? HP's got the... I don't know. Maybe they're taking a risk and seeing here what happens. Uh, Team 56, he says... 
What do you say if Google pulls a Microsoft and launches their own Chrome shell for Windows 10? Microsoft Launcher seems to be doing well, which which I don't know if that's true yet or not. I think it's way too early, which might give Google to build its own Chrome OS and take off. Um, I don't know how easy it would be for Google to build just a straight shell replacement for Windows, if that's even possible. They did launch a an app that was kind of like an its own app launcher for Windows 10. Uh, at least it was definitely on Windows 8, I'm assuming it's still there. It allows you to pin it to the dock or the taskbar, and then you can open it up and access all your Google stuff. It's kind of like a quasi-start menu, but only for Google stuff. Uh, I, I would be honest, I'd love it if they did. Any competition for Windows at this point is obviously a good thing, but it's not like Linux where you can have GNOME and uh, other just plugins and, and just build your own environment. Like it doesn't, Windows isn't designed for that, uh, unfortunately. Uh, oh, Super Greg, Super Greg, Super Greg Numa one says, uh, given what you've heard about Microsoft and Andromeda and this courier type design, uh, do you think a new form factor device can be formalized without UWP or some type of app platform? Very good question. Uh, UWP has shown t has been slow to grow. Completely agree. Uh, would depending on progressive web apps be enough or yeah. So his question is basically, without a, a fully-fledged app store, can this type of a new Andromeda-type form factor uh, work? So it, separate things out. Andromeda, I believe, under my under current understanding, is that it's more software. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, we know that Microsoft is getting with uh, very heavy on the progressive web app stuff. They're going to start putting them in the store this spring. And so I think that they could. The App Store is, obviously it's not iOS and it's not Android. It's not anywhere close. But progressive web apps are quickly coming into their own. I think it could be okay. It's not going to be an overnight success. What I've heard that their expectations for this device are pretty low. I mean, low being low volume because it's going to have to be some expense. It's, again, a hero-type device. My gut tells me maybe it's something more like what they did with the Surface Pro where they come out with this thing and then you start seeing other vendors following suit to help them uh, fill in the, the space, uh, the pricing gaps and all that good stuff. But... Uh, it says, have you heard any plans of Microsoft to address the ecosystem alongside these new types of devices? Well, they are starting to address it. We have this thing now that is out. But the apps are always going to be a, a tough sticking spot because people aren't crazy about building UWP apps. Actually, Microsoft has kind of relaxed some of the requirements for getting into the store. We know that because of we've seen the bridges and all that kind of stuff. So just keep that in mind that it's not going to be an overnight success. Microsoft's best bet for building out the App Store further than it is today. Granted, Adobe just announced a new high-end uh, Windows Store app. I mean, I use a bunch of apps from the store. I'd love to see Chrome in there, but you know, we got. I'm not holding my breath for that one. Um, I I think they might be okay. Like they're they're kind of on the cusp of of getting to a point that's that's workable, right? I, I, is it perfect? Absolutely not. Would we love to see more apps? Absolutely. We'd love it to be higher end. Absolutely. But there we are. Uh, Peter K says, in my opinion, the only reason the Surface laptop exists is because of the Surface 4, uh, Surface 4 LTE with Windows 10 S on ARM. Um, do you think they'll make a Surface laptop? You Yes, absolutely. I do think they will make a Surface laptop too. Um, I do. Uh, Luke asks, do you think Microsoft will make their own ARM-powered device. Yes, I do. I, I do think that they will do that as a hero-type device, much like they've done with Windows 10S. I almost think they have to, because they have to show that they are confident in ARM. If they're not going to show that they're confident in ARM, people are going to get nervous and maybe not build hardware or not buy into it. 
Uh, Microsoft has a job of basically kind of downplaying Intel and AMD and saying, you know what, don't worry about the processor anymore. Worry about battery life because I think ARM computationally has enough power these days to do just about everything. Um, not, you know, maybe not as high end as Intel, but for the average user, I think ARM is perfectly acceptable these days. And so um, I'm actually going to go to a Qualcomm event later this year because I want to learn more about ARM, uh, learn about their plans and learn about their benchmarks and actually be able to sit down and talk with some engineers about Qual from Qualcomm. Um, so I'm going to do that in December. And I'm actually very excited, looking forward to this. And so I don't read into that as like some super secret Microsoft event. This is an annual thing that Qualcomm does. Uh, I finally got linked up with the right people to get an invite to that. And so I, I'm pumped, uh, Panos pumped about being able to do that. Uh, Poncelius, he says, one big reason Windows Phone failed to get traction was the lack of apps. Yes, we know that. And lack of UWP apps. Yeah. Uh, if Microsoft builds the ultimate mobile device, how will this problem be addressed? So I, progressive web apps are our best bet. Um, that's kind of it. I mean, it's got to be, they're not building a phone, by the way. If everyone thinks it's just going to be a phone, no, it's going to be a mobile device that supports um, ARM and LTE and bring your own carrier or your SIM or do whatever. Uh, it has uh, telephony functionality type that. They're not going to build a traditional mobile device because they're, they're out of that space. They've lost too much money. Uh, Rob asked about uh, Windows Mixed Reality. I talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, Bishbash93 says Surface Book 2 15 inch UK availability I don't know, I don't know, people keep asking me this I keep asking Microsoft and they come back with ah, we'll tell you more about it um, later um, and then he also asked, he says, will the future of PC Xbox AAA games like Halo 6 run at 60, 1080p 60 on high ultra settings in the Surface Book 2 in 2-3 to three years? That is a very tough question to answer because resources are, things are going to get tougher <laughs> uh, Microsoft and Halo, those guys are going to keep pushing the benchmark, pushing the capabilities of what a machine can offer to say, can it run at high ultra settings in two to three years? I don't know. 1050 and 1060 that are in those machines are great today, but we don't know what the architecture is going to look like in three years. It might still be the same. Uh, Pascal is what it's on right now. But um, uh, right now, today, it runs fine. You know, don't buy hardware for what you think it's going to be in two to three years. Buy hardware for what you think it is going to be exactly today because the, they can't change the hardware. They can you know, optimize the software quite a bit, but the hardware will never change once you buy it. Uh, Ellen Dale says, how did your foray into RBG LEDs go? Uh, quite well, right back here. We've got some stuff. I can change the colors back here to like orange. Although it, the color reproduction on this webcam is quite bad. That's red. I mean, you can do blue. Uh, it works well. To be honest, don't buy the name brand stuff. Go to Ikea. It has a lot cheaper. Or Amazon, don't buy that. I would stay away from Philips Hue at this point. It's good products, but you're very much locked into the Hue ecosystem, and I don't like that at all. So my office lights are Philips Hue, and these will be the last office lights I bought. I was looking at buying an LED strips like this, uh, and the Hue brand was going to cost me about 150 bucks. Went to Ikea with my wife one day, just randomly, and bought all these lights that I needed. And I've got some other lights elsewhere that you can't see that help kind of fill in the ambient lighting. Uh, they were 20 bucks a strip and I ended up spending about 60 bucks for three of them and saved myself about a hundred bucks by not going the Philips brand. So LEDs are LEDs. Just make sure it has the IOT compatibility. What I actually do is bought that generic strip and plugged it into, I use these iHome smart plugs. Uh, those you can get them on sale for about 20 bucks and they give IOT to basically any dumb device. And I solved my own problems that way. Uh, Tourniquet asks, he says, you think Microsoft is going to release the Surface 2017, maybe even Andromeda with a Snapdragon 835 this year? Is it coming this year? I don't think it's coming this year. I, I don't think that's happening. 
they're still very tight-lipped on their Windows on ARM release. I completely agree. Although we started to hear some information out of Qualcomm about that. We should be seeing these things soon. Uh, they told us Q4. It is Q4. There's got to be something coming. And so I hope it's not going to be pushed into like early next year at this point. I am starting to get a little queasy considering we haven't heard anything. But we still got a couple months before these things are like have to ship to be delayed at that point. So, um, I, I, Snapdragon to me, it, the, the Windows on ARM at this point is the most exciting thing I'm looking forward to. And hopefully you are as well. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that about does it, guys. Uh, this one felt like it flew by, but 33 minutes is about average. And a lot of new watchers this week, uh, actually past couple weeks. Um, I try to keep these things like 30 to 40 minutes. I post a thread up on thrat.com uh, in the forum section about how you ask questions because it's too hard to pay attention to the live chat through the entire thing. You can tell when I do because my brain sort of farts out where I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. It doesn't, it doesn't work very well. And so uh, you can also find it on iTunes and all whatever, whatever place. And so... Yeah, what a crazy week. Surface Book 2, the Harman Kardon Invoke, finally here. I, I'm curious to see how this thing progresses. This is like, if I've got two things on my radar. It's one, Windows on ARM. Big, looking forward to that. And now that this thing is coming out next week, I'm, I'm hoping that Microsoft really like kicks it into gear with Cortana development because if something's going to jumpstart the ecosystem for them, I seriously think it's this. This is the, the natural place for a digital smart assistant to live. Amazon was obviously first. Uh, Google followed suit. And now we have Microsoft here. Uh, Samsung is probably coming out with a Bixby one, but nobody cares about Bixby. Um, this is this is the natural place for Cortana to live. She has a nice big metal premium home here. I'm hoping that we see lower price devices because obviously they need an Echo Dot competitor. They need something around the $50 price point and then just span the, you know, the whole gamut of pricing and this being the top end. Um, I don't think Microsoft is going to build a first-party device at this point, but, uh, you know, this is where Cortana is going to live. This is my magic lamp, and here we are. So, there we go, guys. Uh, as always, everybody, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. I hope you, I don't know, I hope you had a good week and that your weekend is better, and we'll be right back here next week with the Sam's Report on Friday, and uh, enjoy yourself, everybody. Catch you next time.